Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto in the AM with the Bitcoin block bully. You already know what it is. It is Wednesday, currently hump day, pump day, as we can see what the markets are doing right now. Um, EO's looking at 597. Now, remember, this is an overview of all the markets in total. You know what I'm saying? It's not there's one price on every single exchange market. You know what I mean? It could vary. Definitely, that's where you get arbitrage from. But um, waking up to green pastures once again. Litecoin back up to eighty, eighty. Ethereum at one eighty. Ripple at thirty-five cent. Um, EOS five ninety-seven. BNB coin at eighteen forty-seven. Bitcoin holding gains above fifty-one hundred. Looking very nice. Let's see what we got in the market as far as market cap goes. One hundred and eighty-two billion family. <laughs> as the market cap grows, as the market cap grows. Brother Hill, uh, Brother Carter, Brother Reynolds, peace, peace, peace. Brother Riley, okay, no doubt, no doubt. Brother Duncan, Grand Rising, how you doing, Brother Williams? Miss Renita, peace, peace, peace. How's everybody doing out there? How we all doing out there? Uh, the markets are looking very nice right now. The markets are looking very nice right now. If we go over here and we look at EOS. EOS looking good. Let's get into the uh, news, though. Let me see. You know what I didn't get to find or didn't get to look for? I didn't get to look for any type of Bitcoin news as it relates to, you know, uh, Fortune, Forbes. Let me see. Let me see what, what stories we got. Ah, here we go. Six hours ago. Bitcoin just crossed a huge adoption milestone. So, yeah, we're going to take this off. We're going to take this off and make sure I got everybody. Make sure I'm clear. How am I doing out there, family? Am I clear? Am I choppy? Please let me know. Um, Y'all already know what it is. Viewing live via Facebook, New Money Matrix uh, podcast. What's going on, family? Is the bottom in? I mean, have, have we been looking at the charts? I mean, everything seems to have hit the bottom. Can it retrace and continue going down? Always remember, this is crypto. It can do exactly what it wants to do. I don't put nothing past this. With this, this is the thing. With this space being so brand new, there's no way you can tell what it may or may not do. That's why I just ride the wave. I don't do too many price predictions. I read charts. It's a big difference. Very, very, very big difference. Okay, so I'm nice and clear, ready to go. I'm nice and clear, ready to go. I just want to make sure before I start reading these articles. All right, Brother Reynolds said I'm good. All right, so kicking off the first story, Bitcoin has once more stepped into the investment and trading limelight after the Bitcoin price suddenly jumped this week, adding almost 30% and climbing back above the psychological significant $5,000 mark, but leaving investors uncertain whether Bitcoin and other major cryptocurrencies will be able to maintain the price. The Bitcoin price, which has been languishing around 3500 a Bitcoin. Let me say that one more time. Let me say that one more time. This thing was just sitting there, 31, 32, 33, and just human nature, or just not understanding the, the nature of this beast. Individuals weren't really buying into it. You know, they were looking at it, listening to all this. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. It'd be a lot of people that just watch YouTube videos 
What what other coins can 3x on Dragon? Only EOS, Ethereum, Bitcoin. Them the only three tokens you can use 3x leverage with on uh, Dragon X. Now this is what I want to tell individuals that are out there using any type of leverage. When you are using leverage, right? Let's just say you're up a certain amount of profit, 30, 40, 50 percent, 100 percent, whatever the case may be. You do know that if you pay that, let's say you're up, the the the, the asset you're trading in is starting to retrace, so you've gotten out of your position, you got nice profit. You do know that you can pay your loan off, right? And then borrow more money. So let's just say you had 100, right? Let's just say you had 100, you leverage it with 3x, you ended up with 300, right? They gave you $200 to go with that 100. Let's say you turned that 100 into 200. You still owe them that other 200, right? So you should have 400. Pay them back that 200, use that 200 and leverage, they're going to give you 400. Now you have 600. We got that? Because they're going to give you 400 on top of your 200. So now you just went from 100 to 200. Let me see. You went from 1, 2, 3, 2, 4. Pay back 2. Went from 2 to 4 to 6. And then you just keep doing it like that, family. It's all the science. It's all numbers. It's really not that hard to do. Grand Rising, brother Hassan. What's going on? Nah, I'm not a master. Just a student. Kudos on kudos though, but uh, let me see where we were at. Ah, this is what I was saying though. A lot of individuals. I'm gonna tell y'all when people started asking me, and it happens like this every time. People didn't start really reaching out until Bitcoin hit that four thousand dollar mark. So the whole time it was around thirty one, thirty two, thirty three, thirty four, thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven. They were probably looking like, eh, maybe I want to do it, but it's supposed to come down some more because YouTube said this hyperwave is supposed to be bringing us down to a thousand and. And 1800 and all this other stuff. It's like I told y'all. I read the charts. Now, individuals ask me, do you think Bitcoin could go down? I, man, Bitcoin could do whatever it wants. All I do is I read the charts. You got certain levels of resistance, certain levels of support. If you break those levels, then you're going to the next level. That's, that's all I do, family. I don't do all that. Look, charting, charting. Char I don't know how, how hard I... Charting is the key. If you learn how to chart, you don't have to worry about all that. Listen, number one, you don't have to depend on anybody. You don't have to depend on videos. You don't have to depend on YouTube. You don't have to depend on signal groups and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Learn charting. Invest in your knowledge versus just trying to make money. That's the, I think that's the biggest problem. And I ain't going to get too long with it or sidetracked here. But I think that's one of the biggest problems within... I'm going to talk about the crypto space anyways. Oh, CDPs are, are the future of credit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I'm going to talk about what individuals would rather do. A lot of individuals, not speaking on anybody that's watching this, but this is just what I get within my profession, within the space that I've been in. People will rather pay for the profits that other people can give them versus paying for the knowledge that will give them the ability to profit on their own. Did we get what I said? I hope I ain't said it too, too messed up. I hope I ain't said it too messed up. I'm going to say that again. A lot of individuals come into this space and would rather pay for profits from another individual, meaning you're paying for a plate, somebody else is feeding you. Always remember that hand to feed you can also starve you or can just be dead wrong with their analysis versus you paying for the knowledge and then being able to get the money or fish or make the bread or whatever the case yourself. That's my main thing, family. But you do have people that don't want to do that. So, you know, I'm all around the board with it. What I could say is the fluctuations make you a wealthy profit and stabilize your earnings. Definitely, definitely. But um, 
Brother Tony, what's going on? Grand Rising family. Family, if you can, please give Brother Tony a warm welcome. That is a Chicago native. My man's got the uh, cannabis stocks popping. Um, if you can, you can go ahead and promote your group here too, Brother Tony. Um, but yeah, that, uh, we, we definitely going to work in the future. Um, and I'm going to put this out there now, brother. If you got any type of programs you want to put together where I come and teach the kids cryptocurrency, go ahead and do it. I'm showing up. Don't worry about no the revenue, any of that. Um, I just want to get this out to the people, especially in Chicago. So, brother, if you can put it, get together any type of program where I can just slide through with the laptop, you got a projection or you got a big screen or whatever, and I can get these kids incorporated, download these wallets, show them these video games that they can play. Really, you can do the same thing you're doing now, but for cryptocurrency, man, go ahead and set that up for me. Uh, more futures should settle in crypto. You talking about the futures contracts? Let you do more futures in the crypto space. Ah, oh, but no, no, don't let me get sidetracked, family. Let me go ahead and finish finish with this. Uh, the Bitcoin price, which has languished around thirty five hundred per Bitcoin for months, took the market by surprise last week when the price surged higher, leaving many analysts and traders unsure what exactly triggered the uptick. With little change for Bitcoin's fundamentals, now Bitcoin has crossed a significant adoption and usage milestone with its four hundred millionth transaction. Since Bitcoin was created in the early 2019, look, there goes that four number. I keep telling y'all, it's a certain energy that's catering or encased around what number four has encased. Like, we're living in a 44 reality right now. I don't know if anybody else has been seeing this number pop up more so than often. Or maybe you're just noticing it anymore. It may be. But I do know this. I've shared countless. We've read countless stories where the number 44, and it's an odd number. Oh, 44% did this. We got 44,000 people, whatever the case may be. It keeps popping up. And here we see the new milestone, right? The new milestone right now is the 400 millionth transaction since Bitcoin was created in 2019. So we back up in the number fours for the fourth uh, month. So, uh, man, just, just real interesting when I see that. Moving right along with the story, though. Bitcoin is now averaging 350,000 transactions per day at around 1,500 transactions every hour, which is about four a second. So four transactions a second, which really ain't nothing, though. It's not that, that, that's, that TPS transaction per second. That's not a lot, family. We need a lot more for this to be. Okay, this is the thing that a lot of individuals are talking about, scalability and everything. Bitcoin has to be able to do a higher percentage of transactions per second for it to be used worldwide as a means of exchange or um, payment. You know what I mean? For a second isn't good enough. You know what I mean? People are using, let's see, real quick. Let me see something. There we go. So, um, hmm. so Visa, and this is from 2016, but it's still liable. Visa averages 150 million transactions each day, or around 1,667 transactions per second on average. Based on rigorous testing, we estimate that VisaNet is capable of processing more than 56 transactions per second, said Visa. Wow. Remember, this is VisaNet. Not blockchain. 
not Bitcoin. They can. They said that they they are capable of processing more than fifty six thousand transactions per second TPS. So, go back over here, right to the story. Yeah, that's cool, right here. That's cool, but it ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't what what mainstream is looking for though. But we getting there. Um, though the record for the most daily Bitcoin transactions was set back in the midst of Bitcoin's epic late 2017 bull run at 490,000, the number of daily transactions has been steadily rising since mid-2018 after falling under 200,000 per day at the beginning of the year. Meanwhile, the average number of Bitcoin transactions per block hit an all-time high of over 2,700. 79 is the number of completion. Transactions late last month, meaning the Bitcoin network is processing more transactions each time a new block is mined. The cost of each Bitcoin transaction is also increased. However, with Bitcoin fees doubling during the first week of April to an average of a little over $2 per transaction as the price surged and media attention around Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies picked up, the average Bitcoin transaction fee, which goes to the miner that finds the blockchain block the transaction is added to, has now fallen back under the $2 mark. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. Tomorrow, BTT drop if you have Tron coins. Good looking out, brother here. Good looking out on that. BTC, 4MB, BCH, yeah, 16. Bitcoin SV, 32. Wow. Hey, and people ain't really paying attention to that. Little do individuals know Bitcoin Cash is getting utilized a lot as cash, like as a means of exchange. Don't listen to all the fud that you hear, oh, Bitcoin Cash is a fake one. And I mean, I don't give, give two shits about none of that stuff. I look at the, the adoption that's going on. I look at the adoption that's going on. All that inner fighting and struggles within the space, and that should be like a soap opera. Oh, this one's the fake one. This one, look, I look at the technology. I see what they're doing. Are they being implemented? Are they being used? Because whatever company, right, whatever company is using uh, Bitcoin Cash, let's see if we can find some stories. I mean, just April 2nd, we got Bitcoin Cash is more widely accepted than Bitcoin in Japan. And Roger Verge just, just joined Monarch. I don't know if anybody else seen that story just now. So let's see. Let me, let me crack into this real quick. This is interesting. Bitcoin Cash is more widely used, more widely accepted, excuse me, than Bitcoin in Japan. Why, does it, why it doesn't matter, though? Let's see what they're talking about. Roger Ver has reignited uh, the BTC versus BCH debate by claiming that significantly more physical shops now accept Bitcoin Cash than Bitcoin in Japan, which he believes is further evidence of Bitcoin Cash's superiority. However, such instances of one-upmanship only serve to fuel division amongst the wider crypto community, which is especially problematic during times that call for unity to move forward. Japan's booming crypto industry comes in part from a, a, an acceptance of cryptocurrency, both from the general public who stereotypically embrace technology innovation and from lawmakers who cultivate an open-minded attitude towards digital money. This has fostered a progressive regulatory environment as evidenced by recognition of Bitcoin and other digital currencies as legal property under the Payment Services Act, in effect greenlighting cryptocurrencies as legitimate instruments in Japan at least. For these reasons, going on in Japan is significant for the entire industry and may well reflect up-and-coming trends across the world, across the rest of the world. Unfortunately, 
News that Bitcoin Cash is proving itself a more popular transaction currency in Japan will be disappointing for some. Nonetheless, it has to be said. This is what both sides wanted. Therefore, as the crypto industry awaits defining regulatory news that will shape its future direction, it makes sense to acknowledge the toxicity within the crypto community achieves nothing. Especially so when both BTC and BCH are on track with their development. No other rivalry in Bitcoin is as intense as BTC versus BCH. It started because members of the BTC community, led by Roger Ver, saw Bitcoin as a transactional currency. They were unhappy with the scalability and thought that 1MB block size was insufficient to cope in large-scale throughput. Whereas others believe BTC should be a store of value rather than a transactional currency. I hope I'm not losing anybody here because we're really getting into the use case of Bitcoin and what should or what could it be used for. And they felt that larger block sizes would prevent individuals from running their own full nodes. Meanwhile, in the future, transaction verification could only happen via large-scale mining pools resulting in network centralization. A critical violation of the concept of alternative money. How many individuals really, really, really know, knew, know that cryptocurrency, digital currency, is really supposed to be looked at as alternative money, money that you own, money that you control, money that you're able to do private transactions with and not be under the rule and thumb of a foreign entity or government, depending on whoever controls the fiat, which may not be your government, something you may want to look into. But uh, that was the whole thought around crypto and, di and digital currency, that you can be sovereign in your commercial affairs. Taking into, the account, taking into account the entirety of Bitcoin Cash's philosophy, many developers see BCH as closer to Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper. But this belief is not based on one being a truer Bitcoin than the other. Instead, it comes from a place that takes into account variables that could not have been predicted, such as the rise in ASIC mining, and the so far limited success of layer 2 scaling solutions for Bitcoin. Let's see, does it matter? Often in human psychology, they need to be number one precedences everywhere. No, they need to be number one precedes all else. Ah, oh, the need to be number one precedes all else. Excuse me, family. Oh, reading it wrong. Um, even common sense and reason. But there comes a time when we must put aside our differences to move forward. After all, there is enough room, there is room enough to have a quick, cheap global currency as well as one that offers a store of value. I like that. Benny, pay attention to this sentence that they just said. There's enough room for us to have a global currency and a store of value. Benny Lingham, CEO of Civic, believes there is a scope for different projects to fulfill different criteria. He said, bingo, this is what I keep telling y'all. There's no one crypto you should be married to every single, let me not say every single. Different cryptos have different functions. Everybody looks like, oh, how much money can it make you? How much money? Look, stop that bullshit. Stop that bickering about how much money the crypto made you and start using the technology for what it's used for. You got shit out here doing um, Civic, for instance. Let me show you what Civic is. Civic is for, if, if that's, no. Nah, in fact, let me show you Key for my sovereigns out there. What is it, self-key or is it Key Coin? Let me see. It may be self-key. Let's see. Here we go. Self-key. Self-sovereign identity for more freedom and privacy. Now let's take a look and see what self-key is offering you. And this has nothing to do with you making money off of the technology, though you can. Because it's just like you investing in Nike or whatever 
in any other company. But this is the technology that another crypto cannot do. You're not going to buy Ethereum and have it do this. You're not going to buy uh, DGD and have it do this. You see what I'm saying? You're not going to buy Verge. Well, no, Verge might be identity. You're not going to buy Doge and have it do this. This is why you really got to get into the space and understand what the hell these cryptocurrencies are here for, family. That's why I keep telling y'all, just stop coming in here like, oh, we just want to make money off of it. Because I'm going to tell you something. If all you want to do is make Federal Reserve notes off of this new form of currency, you're going to be broken in because you're giving something of value up for something to no value. Let that sit with y'all for a minute. But self-key, the key to freedom, empowering individuals and organizations to find more freedom and privacy through the full ownership of their identity. Full ownership of their digital identity. Ooh, the self-key marketplace is now live. Download the wallet today and open a business abroad and pay for it with key. Wow. Hey, look. Self-key is a blockchain-based self-sovereign identity system that allows individuals, remember what individuals are, and companies to truly own, control, and manage their digital identity. Securely manage their digital asset portfolio and instantly onboard into financial, immigration, and corporate services. And I'm going to leave it like that, family. You got a lot of different, man, you got so much different technology out here that you got to harness. Quit looking at what's going to make you the most money and start looking at what's going to secure your future and your children's future in this new age this, this, this new age of technology, family, it's way bigger than... Now, remember, you holding these currencies, not so much you looking to cash them out for dollars is what's going to make you wealthy. I'm going to put that out there. You holding some of these currencies, right, for the long haul. Wouldn't you want to be one of those families in the next 20, 30 years where your children or grandchildren are like, oh, yeah, we've been holding Ethereum since 2019, now we're multi-million, billion, quadrillion, you know what I'm saying, trillionaires. Because remember, they base that off of the dollar. So as the value of the dollar goes down in 20 or 30 years, you may be able to have a trillion dollars or a trillion bills worth of whatever cryptocurrency you have, but that trillion may not say, have the same buying power. Remember, family, when they talk about a million dollars, a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, no, when they talk about a hundred bills, fifty bills, 100 trillion bills, 100 million bills, because remember, dollar and bill, two different things, are oxymoron. If you're talking about bills, right, that's just a unit of measurement. That doesn't mean the buying power of said bill. So one dollar bill, listen to this, one dollar bill back in 1996 would have bought me four bags of chips. One dollar bill right now will only buy me two bags of chips. Do we get that, that, that example that I'm giving you? Do we understand and comprehend the example that I'm giving you? Everybody likes it. Oh, I want to be a millionaire. You don't even know what the hell being a millionaire really means. You're thinking of a million dollars, and it has absolutely nothing to do with that. But if you're looking at a million bucks, oh, I, want to, I want to be a millionaire in the sense that I have a million dollars worth of... No, nah, that's not it, family. It's about asset, property, intellectual property. What do you have of value? The million bucks ain't value. Moving right into the next story. Why EOS is the hottest crypto bet this week? Let's take a look at EOS real quick. Okay, we got, let me see, VCH is a threat to BTC, definitely. Yeah, he's been over there doing his thing in Japan. Um, I would say, and when you look at his argument as far as them following the rules of what Satoshi put forward in that paperwork and what he's doing, you can see it. 
Um, I would say Bitcoin more store of value. I would I would agree with that. Bitcoin is more of a store of value. Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV doing big things. Bitcoin SV hand cash app is awesome. Wait, what's that? Hold on. Send the link. Send the link, brother Hassan. BSV hand cash allows you to send and receive BCH with a simple tag. Ah, hey, look. I'm going to tell you what that is, Brother Hassan. That right there is the equivalent of a PayNim. That is a privacy. Listen, that's a privacy feature. Check this out. This is how you know when you get integrated into the system, right? So, and I don't, I'm not even going to go look for it right now. I've never heard of that, but I'm going to tell you exactly what that is. With you being able to send me a tag name for me to send you cryptocurrency with, nobody's able to take that tag name and put it on a blockchain and see exactly what we're sending, who we're sending it to, or none of that shit. That is called a privacy measure. I don't know if individuals know that. That's called a privacy measure. It's almost like a paynim. It's almost like a paynim in crypto. In fact, it is a paynim. I don't even want to say it's almost like. It is a paynim. Let me see. Payman wants to be the Google Pay of Bitcoin. Wow. Payment, Samurai's Payman wants to be the... All right, so let's see. Real quick. So what is a PayNim or what is a, a tag ID? A PayNim, you publicly shareable ID for sending and receiving stealth payments, right? So you would send to Blackflower versus a public address because a public address can be searched. Am I correct, family? A public address can be searched on the Block Explorer to expose the blockchain and show what you're holding, what you're sending, what you've received. But when you use a tag or a PayNim, all you're giving is a... Okay, so let's go try to search Black Flower on, 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 let's see. Real quick. Let me see. What was that, Black Flower? You're not going to get anything. Like, you have to... It has to be an address, transaction hash, block hash, block number. Or you can do a wallet name, but this is different from a PayNim. Totally different from a PayNim. See? Totally different. Not the same. So, yeah, that's, I like that, Brother Hassan. I definitely like that. I'm going to be looking into that. I might do some stories tonight or tomorrow on that. Definitely. Uh, oh, that's what we'll be doing. Let me get rid of this. Get rid of this. Get back over here. Go to these charts. Let's see, we do have the U.S. stock market open now. Let's take a look at a couple of these cannabis stocks that I have over here charted. Let's see exactly what we're doing. And like I told y'all, look, we're getting stopped out by the level of resistance right there. I can see a pullback coming and then a re-entry. Let's see, GDX is back up to 22 bucks. Tilray's up one point. Let's see, let's, let's take a look at a couple of these. InBev. DTE, A, ah, yeah. Still waiting for a break. Afria. This is Afria we're looking at right now, which for the most part is still in this downtrend, right? This is why you got to learn trends, family. Because you can have a nice little up, nice little profit, but overall, still in the downtrend. GDX, which is Van Neck, uh, ETF, Trust, Gold Miners. Very nice uptrend. You see the difference? Y'all see that? Afria's in a downtrend. GDX 
is in an uptrend. Very nice uptrend. Tilray right now. I know some people mad with Tilray. We was live when we seen this pump on Tilray go up to 300 bucks, And there were people actually buying this. There were people actually buying this last year. Mm-mm-mm. It never went back. Never, ever, 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 ever. This ain't crypto, family. This is a stock. Now, am I saying that Tilray will never go back to $300? I mean, I don't know. But it's not going to pump back up there like you would see cryptocurrency. So all this big old wick right here, man, a lot of mad individuals. Everything, I'm going to say from 150 and up. Shit, really, 140 and up. Really, $100 and up. I believe Tilray was highly, highly, highly overvalued. Let's look at Cron. Look what happened. Came back right down. Hit what? That 50% retracement line. Came down, hit 38, bounced back up, formed the double top. Came down, met the 236. Came down, met the 382. Coming down, meeting the 50. Normal level of retracement between 38 and 61. So you can also continue to retrace on Cron or Kronos, excuse me. Uh, down to about fifteen forty nine. Right now, it's trading at seventeen eighty four. <laughs> hey, look, our fifty percent retracement level is at seventeen eighty three, so it's definitely being supported. Seventeen eighty five right now. Actually, you might, you probably could play a little move on Cron if it bounces off this uh fifty percent retracement level. Nice, you might be able to play it from seventeen up to nineteen or something like that. But a normal level is a retracement between thirty eight and sixty one. Who we got next? Canopy Growth. Right? These are all stocks, fam. These ain't got nothing to do with crypto. These are all stocks. But I, I chart it in, in pretty much the same way. Canopy Growth holding its gains. Look at that. Right above that 50%. Y'all see that? 50%. But this, this I made back in 2018. We have came back and met that same level once again in 2019. Bounced off it here. Bounced off it here. Right now it's being used as resistance, though, as you can see. That's why you got to learn charting. This is AMD Microchips, who, surprisingly enough, oh, let me show y'all this. Hold on. Let me show y'all this. Uh, hold on, I want to change that. Let me show y'all. For those of you that like to use leverage or like to do Forex, let me show y'all something. Come over here, we look. Take a look at this family. So this is simple effects. You're able to use, let me show you what type of leverage you're able to use here. This is your account leverage you, you can use over here. 10x, 20, 25, 30, 50, 100. 125, 150, all the way up to 500 to 1 leverage. 500 to 1 leverage. Let's switch this over to United States dollars. Right? Let's say we were looking for AMD. Which, let me bring that up real quick. So that would be under U.S. equities, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, we got Apple, AMD, Amazon. So let's bring up AMD. Open chart. We now have the AMD chart showing. And let's see. Hmm. 
So if your required margin, right, a thousand, your trade value is five thousand. If you got two thousand, it's ten thousand. That's two lots, three lots, four lots, five lots. Y'all see that? So let's say we did four lots. Let's see, we're going to do a buy. Let's see, AMD. And that was Bitcoin we was looking at. Let's go to AMD. So look, <laughs> a required margin of $2 to give you $110 USD. So let's see, let's say we bought four. Opening price will be at 27. Hold on. I meant to open up AMD, not Amazon. There we go. We at 27.43, we're hitting. Let me see, we came down, we bounced. So let's see, let's play 27 to 30. Five hundred and thirty percent profits. We're just going from twenty-seven dollars to thirty bucks. So always remember that, family. You can and you can utilize crypto all over on SimpleFX. But uh, this isn't what we was looking for. We came over here. This is ACB right here, trading right now at eight dollars and ninety-one cents. Look, we came down, hit that lower level of support. Look at that right there. Let me show y'all that. Look, getting squeezed up in this little triangle right here, right now. Let me see, let's open this up. Four hour, two hour, one hour. So as long as we stay supported. There we go. That's a war of cannabis right there, fam. I'm talking about beautiful. Though so it did break out of this uh, trend line. Now, let's get to what we was looking for, though. We came over here looking for EOS. Here we go. EOS at 589 right now. There goes that pullback I was talking about. There it goes. Now, where could we pull back to? What is this right here? It's an hour chart. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, let me see. Let's play this move right here. Let's grab our Fibonacci retracement. Let's use the low of $5.20, right? Pull this to a high of $5.97. Force level of retracement 
Uh, it's five dollars and seventy nine cent. Five seventy nine. Now remember, you can adjust this and play with different lows. And now you got five eighty. Five eighty five, and it's you know use this to give you sort of an outlook. Five ninety, which we just recently broke. Your next level is five eighty six, then five eighty two, five seventy nine. It's all about how you use the tools. Going into the story, here's why EOS is the hottest crypto bet this week. Get exclusive analysts and invest in ideas of future yada 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 yada. The EOS, EOS that the EOS price is back in green following the upside connection witnessed throughout the cryptocurrency board. The blockchain asset established an intraday high towards 584, up 4 point... There goes that 44 again, family. I keep telling y'all about 4.47% since the Wednesday open. On a weekly time frame, EOS is trading 17.97% higher than its seven-day low, confirming that the asset was trending higher on an inter interim basis. The latest push helped EOS to entirely recover its losses incurred during the November's Bitcoin Cash hard fork fiasco. Um, you can literally exchange BCS by simple touching phones with each other. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 like the uh, that's like the um, the uh, that's how they're doing these new cards. Um, I went out uh last week and they gave us a card to utilize to get in and out of our domain or domicile. And all you did was tap it instead of swiping it or anything. You just tapped it to the to the key or to the door, and it would unlock all the doors. XBT is the universal ticker for BTC on the stock exchange. Don't get confused, family, because it can be very confusing at times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But shit, man. Oh okay, I see what you're saying. I see exactly what you're saying. Right, 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 right. Facts. So uh, moving right along. Um, da -da -da -da. the latest push helped EOS to entirely recover its losses. Incurred during the latest Bitcoin Cash hard ah okay, they're talking about when Bitcoin Cash hard forked off. On a 24-hour adjusted time frame, EOS is trending 5.21% higher than yesterday. The coin's market capitalization attracted a decent 32 million within the same time frame, with daily volume surpassing 3.35 billion dollars. The trading activity looked well spread, with not one exchange taking more control of the EOS volume than the other. The maximum hands EOS change was against Ethereum's ETH, a comp comp uh, competition, noting a 10% of the overall reported trading activities. And they're saying the board trend has been confirmed. EOS, and I'm going to show y'all something. I'm going to show y'all something. I'm going to take this back. Let me open this up. Where's my tools at? There we go. Let me open this up to a day chart. Let me... Now look, we are highly oversold right now. Pay attention to that. What am I gonna do? Let's get rid of all the TA we have. Let's close this up a little bit. And all I wanna do is look at the super guppy. I'm glad they gave me this tool yesterday when we was doing that that news. So look. March 2019 is when we crossed over into that bull. Since then, it's been, and I, I'm loving this new tool. You can use it on different time frames. And it's got many indicators that you can come in here and position your, yourself. Let me see, let me open it up. So 
So you can put whatever input you want. You see, you can show the trend break arrow alerts, show swing trade or swing arrow alerts, give only fast or slow confluence alerts, add bar color, changes the swing alerts, show average fast and slow gubby curves, show a 200-day EMA curve, show alerts with a 200-day. Let me yeah, let me filter. Eh, I'll come back and do this on my own time. I forgot to do this yesterday. There we go. And then you can, you know, change the styles or the coloring or anything you want like that. Yeah, interesting tool. Very interesting tool. Now, when we look at it on a two-hour chart, you can see you're going into bullish and bearish territories. So on a scalp, this is how you, I would utilize it. You can see you crossed over. Let me see. You crossed back into it February 16th. You would have gotten out. February around February 24th, wanted to end it again until about March 6th, even if you would have exited up here. It's all about how you use these tools too, family, all about how they make sense to you. This is another thing. It ain't got to be technically what they told you or taught you to do it with. At least you can just make it make sense to you. I use Kraken a lot because they allow wire transfers. They allow wire transfers directly to my bank account when I decide to sell some ETH or BTC. Wow. Okay. Yeah, super guppy. That's what Twitter says. Super guppy. Man, I tried to set up an account on Kraken. They was playing me. They kept. I don't know. It kept resetting or something, man. I wasn't even able to uh, sign up for Kraken. But uh, let me get on with the story though. I got a lot of uh. We got two more. And we still got news. Let me go ahead and run through these news articles real quick, family. We're already going on, what, about 20, maybe, no, nah, about 30, maybe 30, 40 minutes on a new Money Matrix podcast. We're already at 40 minutes. Let me, let me run through these stories. The ongoing candlestick pattern shows a short-term moving average, the purple curve, breaking along this long-term moving average, the blue curve, right? That's how you use moving averages. Remember, not just as resistance or support, because look, right here you can see this right here was a resistance level to price action. As soon as it broke it, you see what happened. This right here, almost a uh, parabola. This right here is that curve is going to curve up. I could then come in here and draw this. Um, dubbed, as, dubbed as the golden cross, which I've talked about many a time, the pattern indicates a bull market in making. If the further price action accompanies higher trading volume, the market has already confirmed the same golden cross pattern on the hourly EOS chart in which the 50-day moving average... Uh, the 50-hourly move MA moving above the 200-hourly MA prompted a strong upside momentum. The relative strength indicator, a momentum oscillator, is way above 70, signaling that EOS is overbought. I just said that. Um, this coincides with the asset testing $6 as its interim resistance level. In fact, the range above 6 is 680. Look, that's how, and, and I'm going to be honest with y'all, I ain't read this shit, I ain't look at this. What did I tell y'all my measure move was to? Hold on. When we first started this, ain't my measure move to like 681? Uh, let me put all this back. Yep, 681. That's our measure move, family. When you, when you do your own technical analysis and then you see other technical analysis or analysts not backing up what you've put forward, but also having the same mind frame as you. It's almost like you and a, and a millionaire or a billionaire having the same ideas. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, okay, I know I'm on the right path. 
You know what I mean? Look, we're already down to eight, $5.84. Decentralized finance class. What did I just tell y'all before I went live? Didn't I tell every single one of y'all to take profit or partial profit on EOS? I told y'all. I told y'all. Take your profit or take partial profit. I hope y'all follow. I hope y'all follow because y'all losing y'all profit right now. Y'all losing y'all profit right now. The relative strength indicator, a momentum oscillator, is way above, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, EOS is going into a bull run, but you still have options to get in and get out. Now, blockchain prediction platform Augur to launch stablecoin DAI denominated markets. Interesting. Blockchain-powered even betting platform Augur has launched a token-dominated and MakerDAO stablecoin as part of a major upgrade to its platform. The news was announced in an official blog, tweet, in an official blog post tweeted on April 8th. Argue argues that introducing die-denominated markets will make trading less volatile as compared with Ethereum, which has been used for trading on the platform thus far. I like this. Die support comes as part of the wide-ranging improvements to Augur's protocol, with the company today stating that its version 2 protocol contracts are now ready for the first round of audits with integration work in progress with the rest of the Augur platform. In terms of die support, the blog post outlines that for version 1, the use of the Ethereum was accompanied by using a contract or cash-wrapped Ethereum and was given additional trust by the Augur contract to take privileged transfers. The V version 2 contract will still reference cash, which will instead point to an ERC-20 token with no extensions. At release time, this will be set to the multi-collateral DAI token. Other protocol improvements notably include tackling a recent weak point on the platform that has allowed bad actors to create deliberately invalid markets, as Cointelegraph previously reported. To address this issue, Augur is introducing a V2 upgrade that will allow for invalid to be a tradable outcome. Wow. Oh, holy shit. Uh, man, family, I don't know if y'all paid it. Man, they, 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 man they, they changed it so much. And if you're not into, like, the finance, the economics, you know, the, the commodity, like, you wouldn't pay attention. It wouldn't really matter to you. That's just, that's just a fact, though. Like, this shit doesn't matter to people that's not into this space. So it's like... Eh, okay, I don't care. But for people in this space, there's some interesting stuff. And then those that are not in this space just don't know the trickle-down effect that all this has on them. And you know, uh, Among a host of other new features for V2 is what, is what Augur dubs Use It or Lose It Forking, which introduces a time limit in addition to existing token percentage bonuses in order to motivate users to migrate their tokens and participate in a fork while ensuring security. As reported, alongside the exploitation of invalid markets by bad actors, Augur has previously sparked controversy when so-called assassination markets surfaced on the platform, in which users placed bets on the deaths of a number of high-profile public figures. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. To press time, Augur's native token, REP, ranks 35th by market capitalization and is trading at 20 dollars and 46 cents i remember my son had auger on uh polynex man it was trading like 70 bucks so yeah 20 dollars right now and what they're speaking on makes me think of what is that what platform is that let me see 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 what platform that is i'm thinking of is it expo maybe expo let me see if this is the one Nah, it's not Expo. I know what it is. It's Veil. This is it. And what 
expo is before it disappears. This is just you trading leverage with ERC20 tokens. Here we go. This is right here is what I'm looking for. What am I showing at? Okay. So, yeah. This over here, you can create your own um, markets. Almost like how they created the death one. So, this right here, this is user created. With a U.S. presidential candidate, Pete, whoever, have one million or more Twitter followers on May 1st. Right now, trade volume is at 26 ETH. Liquidity is 2.35 Ethereum. Buy yes at 0.77. Buy no at 0.49. You can new wager. Um, let me see what else do they have. Will the movie Avengers Endgame gross over 275 million in its opening week in the U.S. Right now, the trade volume is 9.3 Ethereum with liquidity of 3.04 Ethereum in there. You can buy yes at 0.8 or buy no at 0.4, or you can make a new wager. This is interesting. And that's what they're speaking on that Augur uh, is allowing individuals to do. So, I just wanted to share that and give y'all a little example. Now, let's see what Binance is, is did. You know, they, they, keep, they keep making milestones. The unbelievable brilliance of Binance. Whatever people make of the cryptocurrency exchange, Binance and its leader, Chang Peng Zhao, the company's success isn't just unprecedented, it's president setting. Binance, I would argue, is emerging as the case study for growing a cryptocurrency business. A success that's much needed in a community that spends too much time talking up the potential of its technology and too little time analyzing viable go-to market strategies that can drive the technological sea change we foresee. In that regard, I think the market is only just beginning to understand just how visionary Binance is and what its success in terms of market timing and product input impact says about something we are all striving to find. A model for building scalable and impactful cryptocurrency businesses. Indeed, at a time when many cryptocurrency startups are going through pivots and layoffs, Binance feels as if it's hitting its stride, offering a deeper level of new, innovative products that are moving the industry forward in just the right ways at just the right times. It's a feature made more complex by the boom-bust nature of the cryptocurrency market in which opportunities for users' growth come and go quick and wherein the great majority of cryptocurrency startups overthink execution and fail to adapt thereafter. But... After observing Binance for over a year now, it's clear there's no business that has been as deliberate in taking advantage of the cyclical, cyclical nature of the cryptocurrency market in its ebbs and flows. Binance has been around since 2017, but it has evolved significantly in its short life in ways that show the impeccable thinking of its company and leadership. Over the past 12 months, Binance has expertly shifted through three stages. It delivered tested technology. A working crypto-to-crypto -crypto exchange offering buying and selling services in all but 15 countries at a time when market conditions made it possible to massively capture users. As the market downturn began and other cryptocurrencies lost momentum, it shifted it in incentivizing users to adopt value-adding products, such as Binance Launchpad, which propels the sale of new cryptocurrencies directly through its exchange. And number three, now with its investments in the forthcoming decentralized exchange, it may well be posed to disrupt itself in ways that further legitimizes the cryptocurrency industry. Focusing on the last idea, it's safe to say now that the world of cryptocurrencies, there are two seasons, drought and monsoon. I like this analogy. It implies its logic viscerally. There are times when acquiring new users' reign is relatively easy, and when spending capital to acquire new voice users is adventurous, 
And there are times drought when doing so is fruitless, when the cost of acquiring those users are prohibitively high. In the case of Binance, its launch time in the middle of summer 2017 boom couldn't have been better. As a rising tide would lift all boats, it perhaps obfuscated, obfuscated what actually occurred. A seasoned industry veteran, CZ, cut his teeth working on blockchain and OK, OK coin, two early cryptocurrency success stories that later succumbed to fatigue, read the tea leaves, and executed a, a death-to-go market strategy. Because CZ has spent years building trading systems in crypto and externally, he was able to raise money via an ICO and deploy a battle-tested technology into an environment hungry for alternative assets at a time when most exchanges were constrained by the U.S. dollar trading and regulation and drought. Here, CZ made two decisions whose brilliance is now becoming apparent. Number one, he chose not to follow trading in fiat currencies, thus sidestepping the regulatory issues inherent with government currencies. I'm going to say that again. He chose not to allow trading in fiat currencies, thus sidestepping the regulatory issues inherent with government currencies. Not your currencies, government currencies. And two, he built a team that could and simple that could and did supply the infrastructure necessary to serve the obvious market demand by quickly and capable adding new cryptocurrency markets. By rapidly adding the choice of crypto assets and its clients could invest in, Binance scaled to three million users in just six months. I was part of that. An antithesis can be found in Coinbase's business model. It's probably a long ass. Yeah, I'm not going to finish this off, but Binance, once again, family, coming, doing, doing their due diligence and killing the market. Just killing it. Let's see. Let's go ahead and get into our top 20 coins, family. Let me see who I got tuning in with me still. I know we've been going live now for, oh, it's already an hour. Oh, but I didn't start recording New Money Matrix podcast until 20 minutes later. All right, so we got about eight minutes left to go ahead and do this countdown real quick. Let me go ahead and run through this. Let me see. Do we got any questions or comments so far from the family? Right now, we got a circulating market cap of $181,187,851,221. 24-hour volume right now is at $22,780,017,438. BTC dominance is at 50.9%, which is where it's been pretty much. Now, look at that pullback we're seeing. Pay attention to the pullback, family. Exactly why I exited a lot of my positions. Top of the hour. What's going on, Brother Hutchinson? They have revamped the entire exchange. It's a much smoother user experience. Try it out. I did, I just tried like a week ago to sign up for cracking. That's all I saw about. It was bullshitting. Uh, good morning to everybody. CZ will be one of the first trillionaires in the world. If he isn't already, bro. If he isn't already. And I told people two years ago, CZ was going to be a... a, 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 a <sighs> CZ is going to be part of the new world order. I told y'all this two years ago, one year ago. I seen... That's the thing. For some reason, I got an eye to spot. Just think of some of the picks that I've picked throughout the years, family. Binance. I was one of the first ones talking about the Binance exchange. PundiX. I was talking about PundiX a year ago when there was no fucking news. Of, excuse my language. When there was no news about it. DigixDAO. I never heard anybody else talk about DGD gold-backed stable currency. Or the DGX, DGX coin that they have. Never heard anybody talk about it. Family, for anyone that's been watching me for any amount of time over the last year, year and a half, you can tell that my eye spots certain cryptos and certain projects that stand out later on. Like, damn, nobody was talking about that back then, but now it's this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? 
And like I said, that comes from me being integrated within this system and, and being actually adapted into the new money matrix. You know? But, uh, yeah. Coming in at number one, we got Big Bank Hank Bitcoin trading at $5,245, up 1.29%. Coming in at number two, we got Ethereum trading at $179.56, up 1.8% uh, up within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number three, we got Ripple trading at $0.35, cent, up 1.1% within the last 24. Coming in at number four, we got EO trading at $5.91, up 7.08% within the last 24. Coming in at number five, we got Litecoin trading at $86. Down 0.1% within the last 24. Coming in at number 6, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $295, up 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 7, we got Binance Coin trading at $18.11, up only 0.1% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 8, we got Stellar Lumen trading at $0.12, cent, up 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 9, we got Cardano trading at $0.06, cents, up 3.6%. Within the last 24 hours, Digitex Futures goes live Q2. Hey, you've been following. I'm going to tell y'all something. Brother Hassan, Brother Perry, he follows what I... But he he does his own research also, though. I can tell that, too. This brother is definitely into the tech world. I see your virtual reality gear that you have, brother. Believe you me, I pay attention. But, I mean, DGTX is another one. Who... Y'all, just be honest. Who else have you heard... Who else have you all heard talk about DGTX? In the, in the cryptocurrency space that y'all watch, that y'all follow. Be it LeBron King, uh, Coinda, um, you know. Who else do y'all see talk about the number of different currencies that I talk about? Maker. We'll use MakerDAO, for instance. Who introduced, not introduced. Who else do you see talking about MakerDAO? Creating CDPs. Man, I'm not seeing this talk in the cryptocurrency space, family. I know I'm one of a kind. Coming in at number 9, we got Cardano trading at 8 cents, up 3.5% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 10, you have the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar, USDT, trading at $1.01, down 0.2% within the last 24. Coming in at number 11, we got Tron trading at 3 cents, up 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 12, we got Bitcoin SV trading at $79.81, up 0.9% within the last 24. Coming in at number 13, we got Monero XMR trading at $70.05, up 2.06% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 14, we got Dash at $126.58, up 1, no, excuse me, down 1.87% within the last 24. Coming in at number 15, you have IOTA trading at $0.35, cents, pretty much even in the last 24 hours. IOTA, hey, highly undervalued. Let's take a look at IOTA real quick. Hmm. Take a look at IOTA versus the dollar, first and foremost. Daily, weekly. There we go. Down to 20 cents, up to 35 cents, family. Let's see, where do we have to go here? And if you can't do, is that, look, I have nothing, absolutely nothing over here on IOTA. Probably haven't really looked at it. If you, if, if you can't do what I'm about to do to try to figure out where to get in, where we could be going, you need to learn charting. And you really don't, you shouldn't be trading if you really can't do it. Like, like I said, you, can you make money and not know how to do this shit? Yeah, you can just follow what everybody does and you'll get lucky sometimes. You will score. Believe you me, you will score. Look at that. Look at that confirmation. We break that. Let's see. If we break that, 
see.